Hey guys, what's up? Uh, I got a question for you. What do you struggle with? What gets in the way of your dreams, your ambitions, your goals? I'll tell you what one of mine is. Uh, it happens to be like actually pulling the trigger. So like you're going to go and you're going to do something. Uh, I like to do all of the I'm going to say calculations is a good word. I like to do all the calculations before I actually pull the trigger so that I know where it's going to land, how it's going to land, uh, what it's going to look like when it lands, and if it doesn't land right, uh, how I can uh, fix the landing, okay? Uh, So I will say this, though. One of the issues with that, and like I said, this is one of the things that I struggle with. One of the issues with that is that it holds you back a lot. And so there are things that, um, you know, I go to do and I use the, the buying this rental property as an example. So, um, I like logging in and being able to see uh, a good chunk of money in the bank. Now I live by a rule. Um, I will never have less than X amount of money in the bank. Now that has changed over the years. Uh, and, uh, like, let me give you an example. So when you're a lot younger, when you're, um, like a kid and you get $20, you're like, Oh yeah, I got 20 bucks. I'm doing good. And then you get a little bit older and you're, and you get, let's say a hundred bucks and you're like, Oh hell yeah, I got a hundred bucks. What do you got? I'm doing good. And then you get into your, your teen years and maybe even your, your young adult. And, uh, some adults are, are still not at this place. Uh, which blows my mind, but you get a thousand dollars and you have a thousand dollars in the bank and you're like, Hey, you know what? I'm a thousand dollars ahead. I'm doing all right. Everything's paid for. I got a grand. So I'm actually doing okay. And so what my friends and I talk about is what's the next step up from that? Because it keeps evolving, right? As you get older and you get more successful, it keeps evolving. And so from the thousand dollar mark, I think for me, it was the $5,000 mark. So boom, all of a sudden I, I had everything paid for every month and I had $5,000 in the bank and I was like, you know what? We're, we're doing pretty good. You know, if, if shit hits the fan and I lose a job or whatever, um, at least I have, uh, a little bit of money. So I have some time to, to find work or whatever that is. Uh, and then definitely the next step up from that was the $10,000 mark. And, um, uh, so after I hit that $10,000 mark, uh, my wife and I agreed that we would never, have less than $10,000 in the bank. Like that was just never going to be an option ever again. Uh, unless something drastic happened and we just lost everything. But, uh, the goal is, is that even if, uh, we want to buy something or even if we're, uh, doing an investment or anything like that, I, we're never going to have less than $10,000 in the bank. And then, um, you think about what the next step up from that might be. And I think, I think for us, it was probably, uh, a bigger step. It was the 20 or $25,000 mark. And so when you get to, you know, having 20, 25 grand in the bank, uh, that's money that you can actually do something with, you know, that's a uh, good investment money. So you can actually go out and buy an investment property and put 20% down and you have the cash to do that. The problem with that is, uh, that now that you've hit that good investment mark, now that you've hit the mark that, that you can take that money and you can, you can actually make a good investment, um, that sucks all of your cash. And so, like I said before, is we, we had already vowed, Hey, we're never going to have less than $10,000 in the bank again. 
um, and then you spend the 25000 on an investment and you're back to zero. Um, and being at zero in the bank, to me, is a scary place. And so uh, at the $25,000 mark, it kind of sucks because you really want to start doing an investment, uh, but at the same time, you don't want to go back to that zero because there's, there's fear there. And so uh, I would not pull the trigger on an investment that was going to cost 25 grand if I only had 25 grand. I just, uh, me personally, I wouldn't do it. And that's probably held me back in, in some areas. Uh, but the next mark, uh, I don't, I don't know that the next mark was like 35. I think maybe it was 40. Uh, it might've even jumped all the way up to 50. It might've even been kind of a double and say, okay, look, now that we have, you know, 40 or $50,000 in the bank, um, I feel like we're, we're doing pretty good for where we are. Uh, the majority of, of act, like people, adults that have been working for quite a while don't have that kind of money in the bank or in retirement or in uh, investments or anything like that. And, uh, and so 50 grand in the bank makes us feel pretty good. And at that point, you can even take $25,000 out, do an investment and still have 25 grand in the bank, which is outstanding. So um, I feel really comfortable at the forty dollars to $50,000 mark. Um, so if I go out and I buy an investment, as long as I still have you know, forty dollars to fifty dollars in the bank, I, I feel like we're doing good. Um, the next steps up from that, uh, I don't think that they, they like the twenty-five dollars to forty fifty. dollars I think that was a big jump. But after that, I don't think that the, the jumps are quite as drastic uh, because once once we hit the sixty dollars mark, I was like, all right, cool. You know, the 50 is a big one, you know, like, wow, $50,000 in the bank. Um, whereas 60 wasn't as big of a change, uh, because you know, you're not spending $10,000 at a time. So I, I don't know it, that one didn't feel as big to me. 70 felt nice. Uh, you know, once you jump up to 70 and you have 70 in the bank, now you're talking, you can take 25 grand out and you still have, you know, $45,000 that that's, that's a good move. Uh, but, uh, I will say this, I think, the first hundred thousand dollars getting a hundred grand cash in the bank, I think that is one of the most difficult tasks uh, if you are if you're relatively new to this uh, this goal of of wanting to uh, be very successful and have good money and and have a good cash stance and a good investment stance and all of that kind of thing. I think a hundred thousand is is a hard mark to reach. Uh, you know, they say that the first million is the hardest million to make, which I, I, I will tell you this, I am not at the first million. So if you're, if you're listening to this or you look at me and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's got all kinds of, I, I have not made it to my first million. And the whole reason I'm doing all of this is because I want you guys to be on the journey with me. And so, uh, just being transparent, I haven't made that first million. And so that first million is very difficult, um, but I, I think that as equally difficult as the first million is that first hundred thousand. Um, but if you can get past the first hundred thousand mark, then the investments start coming easier uh, because now you have money that's pouring back into the money that you're taking out. So if you've read my my blog or you've listened to my podcast, I've probably said something about an investment savings account, and I'm not going to go into that uh, this time. Uh, I'll save that for another podcast. Uh, but an investment savings account. Uh, is a, a great idea, and it's not—it's uh, not like a an account that uh, is sitting at you know Edward Jones or something like that. Uh, look up the investment savings account blog or podcast and listen to it; it's important. Uh, but anyways, so 
the going back to the struggle, what, what I struggle with is pulling the trigger. And so I think on this investment property that, that I'm looking at, uh, that I have an offer in right now and basically waiting on acceptance, I think that me pulling the trigger on that uh, was very difficult because uh, I didn't want to see that big chunk of cash leave the account. I like seeing um, cash in the bank because it 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 kind of shows me, and this this may sound stupid to you guys, but it shows me that uh, I'm doing good and I, I am I'm progressing. And so as you watch the bank and you go from from five to ten, ten to 20, 25, and then 25 to 40, 50, and then from 50 to 60, 70. And as you go up, you get to watch your progression. And, uh, and you know, my wife and I were just talking about, you know, it, it's amazing that if we look back just, just a, uh, I don't know, a year, it, it might've been a year, year and a half ago, you look back to that, we were talking about, we were at the $5,000 mark. And believe it or not, that's, that's how far we've come in a year's time. So about a, a year, year and a half ago, we only had a few thousand dollars in the bank. You know, it was, I think it was somewhere between three and five grand. And you fast forward now and you can see how much we've progressed and, and, and uh, made it so much closer to the goal in just a year's time. And you guys know that I have this crazy, uh, unrealistic to most people, realistic to me goal of uh, having a passive income that I can be effectively retired within four years by the age of 30. And so if you look at how far we've come in just a year's time, go from this, this three to $5,000 range to the 10, to the 20, 25, to the, the 40, to the 50, to the 60, to the 70, and, and so on and so forth. Um, if you look at that, it, it kind of puts in perspective, Hey, look, we can actually do this, this, this crazy goal that we have of this, uh, this retirement deal in four years, Look at how far we've come in a year. We can. This is real. This is real shit. And so um, I will say this though: on the uh, what I struggle with in pulling the trigger, I think holds me back. I think had I taken the the twenty five thousand uh, dollars, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I think we probably had that eight months ago or nine months ago or so. If, had I taken that money then and invested it then, where would I be now? Um, and so. I'm not. I'm one who wants to wants to do all the calculations, and I want to have enough in the bank to do it four times before I do it once. You know that way, if I fail, it's it's not an issue. I've got myself covered and all of that. And and I think it's it's good. It's wise. However, sometimes it it holds me back from the success that I really could be having. And so, what I want to bring to light is, uh, it is really good to have uh, good. Uh, influential people in your life. And so I'll, I'll use uh, one of my friends as an example. He's He, he kind of sits a little bit on the opposite spectrum as me. Um, and he's more of a, just do it. Just pull the trigger. You're, you're going to fly. You're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Just pull the trigger. And let me give you guys an example of that. So um, you know that we started a coffee business, uh, basically a mobile Starbucks. Uh, we're selling coffee out of a trailer, went out, bought a trailer, built this this kick-ass uh, coffee trailer, and uh, and so we're selling coffee out of this trailer. But one of these days, the we were working on it, and the generator died. And so I'm jacking with his generator for I don't know an hour and a half, two hours, trying to get this thing running, taking the carburetor apart and cleaning it, and all that kind of shit, and putting it back together. And super frustrated because it just seemed like it was one thing after the next, after the next, after the next with this trailer. And I was just fed up with it. 
And so the generator died and, and um, his perspective was, well, let's just go get a new one. And I looked at him and I said, what are you talking about? Let's go get a new one. Right now, let's just go get a new one. Screw this. This is holding us back. We need to be moving forward. Let's go get a new one right now. And so my my perspective on that is that doesn't make any sense. It's going to cost us a grand to go get a, a half-decent new generator that has the power to run the trailer, and, and it would cost us less money to fix it, but it, it costs more time. And our, we need to we need to do this right now, but we need the generator right now. And so if, if I have to wait and order a carburetor to put it on the generator, it's going to so on and so forth. Like I, I could go on all of the reasons as to why I didn't want to do that. But the bottom line was, um, he just wanted to keep the train moving forward. And so, um, I say train and he kind of brought that, that to light. But the, uh, if you think of a train and how difficult it actually is to stop a train, it's this massive, uh, extremely heavy, uh, piece of equipment that is just running. It has so much momentum. And so, uh, the, when the train is running, you basically have two options. You're either on or off. There is no in-between. And so his his goal is that always keep the train running, right? And so let's just go get a new generator. And believe it or not, that would keep the train running and, and keep us moving forward. And it wouldn't delay us and we would make progress and, and all of that kind of stuff. But I have such an issue with, with pulling the trigger on, on things like that, especially when it's going to cost us $1,000 that we don't necessarily need to spend. Um, However, in the long run, we're already having problems with the generator that we have. How many more issues are we going to have? Are we going to be on a on a event selling coffee and the generator is going to die on us? And then at that point, we're going to be like, you know what? We should have just bought a new generator. And you know, now we're losing money and losing more time and so on and so forth. And anyways, the point is, is that um, he doesn't really struggle with the the pulling the trigger. Uh, I'll give you another example. Uh, we have a cafe and in the cafe, this is a really cheesy example, but it's a good illustration. Uh, we have our logo and I was like, Oh, how cool would it be to just throw this logo up there, spray paint around it and have this kind of like graffiti deal on the wall. And he's like, yeah, that'd be sweet. I was like, "Ah, all right, cool. You know, I'll plan to do that. And he said, no, just do it right now. What do you mean? Just do it right now. He said, yeah, just do it right now. Go put it on the wall and spray paint it. You have the paint, you have the logo, just do it. And the, I know it's a crazy illustration, but but what that actually did, like, if you think about it, it, there was nothing to, to stop me. Why did I have to plan to do that later? You know, it was pull the trigger right now. Just get it done right now. You're talking about it. It's going to be cool, whatever, just do it. Um, and so I, a lot of times I struggle with that, that pulling the trigger. And I think that there are times that it holds me back. Um, sometimes maybe it has saved my ass, but, um, the majority of time I, I almost wish that I could be a little more, um, spontaneous. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think it's just the, maybe the fear that holds me back. But remember, we've talked about fear too. It, it's basically being afraid of what hasn't happened yet. And, and it's illogical. It doesn't make any sense. So anyways, uh, I just wanted to share with you guys one of the things that I struggle with, because I'm sure that there are some things that you struggle with uh, and how I'm trying to correct it. And the, the biggest thing is being self-aware. If you can be self-aware of of what you struggle with and where your areas of, of improvement can be and, and things like that, then you can actually progress past it um, and and you can be more successful with that. So work on your self-awareness uh, and yeah, what do you struggle with and, and work on that. So till next time, guys, that's it.